At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Friday edition. Follow the money. VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Matt Humans, and we are live as always in downtown Las Vegas, Circa Resort and Casino is your spots with a loaded show on tap. Today we'll talk betting on sports for three hours, give out our picks at some point during uh, the morning. Steve Mackinnon in an hour. He is the editor of uh, Point Spread Weekly, always has great numbers in it. And uh, this week was the 200th issue of Point Spread Weekly, and it's as good as always. Uh, William Hill on the show, VEASAN contributor, sports better in a couple of hours. Eddie Olchick, um, NBC on NHL, and our good buddy Jimmy Ott, from 104.5 in Baton Rouge from uh, Jimmy Yacht's Game Time. We'll talk about Louisiana passing sports betting this week, among other items. You know, I think it's going to be a good uh, discussion with him. Did they see this coming in that area with uh, Ben Simmons when he was at LSU? Matt, uh, a lot to recap from last night. I'm going to guess no. No? I'm going to guess there was a lot of hype around Ben Simmons and everyone had high expectations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably that was... uh, Well, that's why he was drafted so highly in the NBA. uh Uh-huh. So, a lot to recap from last night on the court, on the field. But, you know, we're on so early that I'm guessing a lot of people are waking up right now and they haven't checked their phone yet, huh. haven't turned on TV. They're just getting VSIN right now. We had another no-hitter last night in Major League Baseball. I watched it. And it was a combined no-no, and uh, it took place in Los Angeles as the Cubs shut out the Dodgers, and uh, they threw a no-no led by Zach Davies, who was pulled after six innings. And that's just, that's what, the seventh now in baseball on the season? And of all teams to go down to a no-no, it was the Dodgers and uh, to Zach Davies and company? Wow. Yeah, it was obviously a surprise, but uh, I'm not stunned after watching the Dodgers offensively in San Diego over the weekend. uh, They didn't have a lot going on, or I guess in the middle of the week. Dodgers have uh, been struggling in terms of defense and offense, and uh, some of their starting pitching has uh, tailed off. Sure. As we've seen, MLB crack down on uh, foreign substances. Trevor Bauer, Walker Bueller, spin rates down. Not as sharp. Last night, Walker Bueller gives up two home runs. Uh, Zach Davies, not a guy who pitches with uh, high velocity, uh, went 94 pitches over six innings last night. He did walk five, but he allowed no hits. And like you said, four pitchers combined on the no-hitter for the Cubs. And Mitch, I watched almost the entire game. The Dodgers didn't even have any near hits. They had a couple soft line drives in one inning. Uh, Chris Bryant made a decent play on a, on a line drive to uh, third base. There was really, uh, I don't recall many uh, instances in the game where the Dodgers almost had a hit. Yeah. yeah? They, had, uh, yeah. they were walked five times by Davies. Right. So that's, you know, his pitch count was up and they didn't want to take a chance. Yeah, a total of eight walks in the game. Yeah, right. <clears throat> But they just could not get anything in play to muster anything and get anything going last night. And now the seventh no-no of the season. And that was Bueller's first loss in 24 starts. 
His first loss right, in his, 24 right, starts. His first decision. Yes. <clears throat> that was a loss in 24 starts. Come back to 2019. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I might have had a bet on this game last night. Talk about that in a couple minutes. Very good. All right. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. So we're going to recap again everything that you need to know from the uh, sports betting world last night. And I'm. Okay, so biggest dog in like 30 years came in, and I promise you we're going to hear <laughs> this now that it's over with. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. Montreal Canadiens headed to their first Stanley Cup final since 1993. They beat the Vegas Golden Knights in overtime 3-2 as a dollar 21 underdog. Canadiens will meet the winner of tonight's Game 7 as Tampa Bay hosts the New York Islanders. Lightning a dollar 60 favorite. Islanders plus 150, 5 over the total. Islanders playing for their first trip to the final since 1984. Milwaukee Bucks, a seven-and-a-half-point home favorite against the Atlanta Hawks today. Game two of the NBA's Eastern Conference Finals. Total 226-and-a-half of the five-serve forum. Yankees, another 24 favorite at Boston, plus 114, 10-and-a-half over at Fenway. Be sure to check out our new betting splits feature on vcin.com before you place your next bet every day. We're posting the latest splits for games at current odds and what percentage of bets and money being placed on each game. Go to vcin.com and check out the betting splits plus live odds, line moves, and game analysis. Makes vcin.com the best place to visit before your next bet. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember... Cash and tickets is what it's all about. It's time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. So check out the new feature at vcin.com. Every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in the major sports with current odds and what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game. Check this, uh, check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge. And, of course, we have all of the odds, data, and analysis for every game as well. Start your next sports bet at the website, which is vsin.com. Mitch Moss along with Matt Humans in today for Paulie Howard. And a lot to get to from last night's action. And, uh, you know, we can start with a little NHL today. Um, we'll get to the NBA coming up momentarily, but... So the, uh, the Canadians advanced to the Stanley Cup final. The Golden Knights go down, and they were the biggest favorites going back to, like, 1990. And you can't bet on this if I could. I would tell you right now that I would make a wager with anybody that at some point, either today, um, the weekend, whatever, on Monday, early next week, it will come out, I believe. Call it excuses. Call it whatever, whatever you want. I'm going to call it excuses. Okay. That some of the Golden Knights players... Um, I would say specifically some of the forwards. I would look at the captain of the team, Mark Stone, that they were injured, that they were banged up, and that was one of the reasons, in quotes, why they lost. Mark Stone was dreadful in this series. Absolutely did nothing, and he was getting called out by everybody here locally. <laughs> and his, right, he, he posted a goose egg like in every single stat category. Yeah, yeah. And he had been playing unbelievable hockey. So I think that will come out, Matt. And uh, you know, I actually hope I'm wrong. I hope it doesn't because I don't want to hear excuses. I don't want to hear crying, and I don't want to hear babies like in this city because it's been four years, and the amount of whining that we get already from people around here is sickening to me. Well, hockey fans in Vegas are spoiled. You've had a franchise for four years. You've been to the Stanley Cup final once, and you've been to the conference finals twice, and the other time you got knocked out in the playoffs. You got four for four in playoff appearances. Uh, Hey, look, I've been around this sort of uh, scenario for a long time as a sports reporter. And when a team that's favored flops 
in the postseason, whether it be in the NCAA tournament or some sort of a playoff scenario. What happens is the franchise or team will, will leak things to the certain media. Hey, this guy was injured. This guy was injured. Well, you know, Or you'll start to hear there was dissension in the locker room. There's always an excuse for why the team flopped. Uh, you and I have a, uh, a common friend who had texted us two days ago, hey, when the Knights lose, there's going to be reports come out about players being injured. I said, I replied, I couldn't care less. Yep. That's exactly what I expect because when, when teams choke or teams flop in the postseason, excuses get made. And um, there's no surprise that the same thing's going to happen here with the Golden Knights. But I'm not going to buy it. Here's why. Mark Stone played great hockey in the previous round against Colorado. Yes, he did. You're going to tell me suddenly a debil- debilitating injury is the reason why he couldn't score against Montreal? You're going to tell me some of these other guys who played well against Colorado didn't play well against Montreal because suddenly the injuries were too much to overcome? That's BS. And also, at this point in a hockey season, who's not playing with some sort of, of nagging course. injuries? No doubt. All man. these guys have a physical game, extremely physical. A lot of these guys get beat up. Of course, guys are playing with injuries. Canadians have a bunch of guys uh, playing through injuries, right? So don't buy all that garbage. The bottom line is the Canadians were the better team. Yes, they were. In five of the six games, probably, at least four of the six games, and they won the series 4-2, uh, but they outplayed the Golden Knights uh, definitely after the first game of the series uh, thoroughly and deserved to win the series. Yep. And uh, I'm just glad I had a plus 400 ticket on the there Canadians because – I know Mike Palm said yesterday he had a couple. You and Jeff Davis have futures tickets on Montreal, yep. right, to win the yep. cup. Yep. So it's not like some sort of Cinderella story where nobody thought the Canadians could win a playoff game. No, and they were playing great hockey to begin the season. I just thought they the, had a... Right, I thought the Golden Knights were overhyped, especially locally. Oh, no, no doubt, yeah. no doubt. And uh, t- to recap, again, you had plus $4. There's a good Twitter handle and a website called Sports Odds History. The guy who runs it, like, keeps track of this like, on a daily basis. He pointed out... I think he uses BetMGM. So he pointed out that since 1988, the largest NHL playoff series upsets in the conference finals in the Stanley Cup semifinals round, he had Montreal plus 375, or this is again per BetMGM. Mm -hmm. In 96, Colorado was plus 250 against Detroit. In 91, Minnesota beat Edmonton, and at the time, the North Stars were plus 230. And in 96, Florida beat Pittsburgh, and Florida was catching 220. It's not even really close. I mean, according to these numbers. Vegas, as we know, was a $5 favorite at most books. So even bigger. That's by far the biggest favorite to go down in the Stanley Cup playoffs since 1990. It is something, though, like like you just (laughs) said. And I thought the Golden Knights were the better team in the third period last night. But that doesn't matter. Because for the most part, again, from all things considered, right, going back to the very beginning of the series – when the Golden Knights were the better team eventually in Game 1. But for the duration, the team that was catching $4 or plus 375 or whatever it was where you are at, they were the better team, and that just doesn't happen every single day. Right. Where a big dog like that completely outguns and outmans another team that's supposed to be the best team left. Well, we just saw it in the Super Bowl with the Buccaneers over the yeah. Chiefs. Yep. It happens, you know, and uh, you can't be stunned, especially if you've watched the Golden Knights – they were this close to being down 3 nothing to the Avalanche. That close. Almost got blown out in that series by Colorado. Come back, win, win four in a row, and all of a sudden, oh, well, you got to make a minus 500 over Montreal. I just, I just thought this team was a little bit overhyped. I d- didn't expect the Canadians to run roughshod in this series like they did, 
but sometimes as a sports better, what you're taking is value. Yep. Uh, you know, if you think Vegas should be minus 300 in the series and, they're, and, and the Lions minus 500, and play the dog for something. No question. Right? That's simply what I did, or Mike Palm, and some other people did as well. How talented is uh, Cole Caulfield? Pretty, pretty freaking talented. He's that, not a big guy necessarily. Nope. Well, that's the reason why he dropped in the draft. Right. That goal that he had to make it two-one uh, last night, man, it just—it's—it was completely nasty. It was uh, the, the 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 talent just oozing out of him. That's one thing about the Vegas team—they got a lot of big physical guys, and they wear teams down with their physicality. But uh, that's the type of guy who would probably fit in well with Golden Knights because he's a little bit different. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Also on the broadcast last night. Here, stateside, the lead play-by-play announcer on the broadcast said that uh, after they scored to win it, he goes, can you believe it? It's so improbable. They were 500-1 to one at the start of the that. playoffs. Where did he get the 500-1? to one? Right. Where was that? Where was that's, that? That's exactly what I want to know. What sports book was that available at? Sure. I want to know. Because, uh, you know, that's get, one of the things when sports betting's talked about in the mainstream media. Yeah. Get a lot of people throwing stuff out, a lot of guys throwing stuff out there. They have no freaking idea what they're talking about. Think about that for two seconds. You realize, oh, no, no, 500 to one's impossible. Nobody, no team in the playoffs is going to be 500 sure. to one. But if you, if you don't pay attention to it and you're in his role right. and, uh, you know, he's never really maybe been around sports betting ever, I guess he could probably, it would make sense to him, right? <laughs> he would probably think there's some logic behind that because they had the lowest point total. They had struggled to get into the playoffs. Uh, you know, they were up against it, against, uh, you know, Toronto to begin with. And, and anyway, so Sports Odds History, again, tweeted back at me last were night. Were Canadians around 50-1? to 1? Did he did he misread it? Or Could I get Maybe, because they were 25-1 to 1 at certain spots to begin the playoffs. Did he see 50-1 to 1 somewhere and just 500? I don't know. And even at BetMGM, when they were down 3-1 to uh, the Maple Leafs, they were 150-1 to 1 at that point. Right. So down 3-1... Looks like it's, uh, you know, Gloomy Gus is starting the bus. And that was 150 to 1 at that point. Mm-hmm. Not even in the neighborhood of 500 to 1 at any point were the Canadians. No. Unless there was a rogue book out there somewhere, and he's not going to get that from. So, anyway. No, not going to get 500 to 1. No, no. But they How march big on. dogs will the Canadians be if it's the Tampa Bay Lightning in the Stanley Cup final? What, what would you make? That number, can we project that? I know Jeff Davis didn't want to put a number out yesterday on the show. We talked about it. I think Tampa Bay is going to be over $3. So do I. I was just, you were saying that out loud, and I was going to say yeah. it's going to be close to, if not higher, than $3. God, I hope not. Well, let's put it this way. And I say that because I'm holding if, 25 if, to 1. but if Vegas was minus $5, all right? Yeah. Tampa Bay's got to be at least 350 against the Canadians, right? You would think in a... In a logic, you know, again, thinking this out loud here, if the Golden Knights Just were com- that high, right, comparing numbers, and and you have to give Montreal credit and improve their power rating after beating the Golden Knights, certainly. But you and I have talked about this this week. What what's the difference between between the Golden Knights and Tampa Bay? And you said there was a, a bookmaker here in town who who laughed at you when uh, you said, "Oh, God, of course they're going to be favored over Tampa Bay." Right. You're like, really? Are they? Now Kucherov, we'll, we'll see what his status is going into Game 7 tonight, mm-hmm. and that could obviously be a big thing. And if he doesn't play and the Isles win, then we're talking about a different story. But yeah, you can't, it's not like you can make the Golden Knights a $5 favorite against this team, and then if it is Tampa Bay, you can't be like, well, Montreal's awesome, and now here's Tampa Bay minus $1.50. Like, what? Yeah. That's crazy talk. Can't even say 250 No. It's going to be over I think, I think 250 would be way short, actually. 
I do, too. That's what I said. We have a guest in hour number two, William Hill, the point spread weekly handicapper for VSIN, who believes the Islanders are going to win that game. Well, He's a New York sports fan, too. So, And I don't know if I said this on the air or not. I was kicking it around with a buddy who uh, I've gone to a couple of games with in the playoffs. And uh, his thought was that this goes back to the beginning, before the semifinals even started. He said the winner of that, and he's a diehard Golden Knights fan. He said the winner of the Lightning and uh, the Isles will take the Stanley Cup down. And I nodded in agreement. I said, yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking as well. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I I felt like if the Islanders face Vegas, I was going to bet the Islanders. So was I. If the Lightning face Vegas, I was going to bet the Lightning. So, yeah, I would I would agree with that comment. There was also a uh, it was a you know an event here, big event here in Las Vegas on the Strip. It was the first property to open up, I think, Ooh, since 2010. About, yeah, Resorts World opened last night on the Strip. By the way, Randy McKay, professional sports better out of North Dakota who appears frequently yeah. on this show and on VSEN, was at the Resorts World opening last night. How about this for a snafu? In the sports book, they could not get the USA Network. What? So they couldn't get the... Golden Knights Canadians game on in the casino. Randy had to go down to the Circus Circus to watch the hockey game. Oh man! And another thing is, why was that hockey game on USA Network? I have no it idea. It took me twenty minutes to find the channel on TV. I said, "Where in the hell is this hockey game?" Oh, you would expect some some negatives right away when a place opens up, right? That's that's they're, a minor thing. That's y- minor. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna. They're going to come back and report to each other over there and say, well, we could have done this better. Uh-huh. They should have done this, right? Things that were just not thought of or whatever they dropped the ball on. Yeah, that kind of stinks. Derek Stevens, I'm, I don't know, the owner of Circa here, Derek likes to go around town when there's an opening, and he will sit at the blackjack table, and he'll play you know, thousands of dollars a hand, I think up to 10000 whatever they're going to let him. He tweeted this out at uh, almost 1 o'clock this morning. A night to remember, beyond my imagination, mm. Couldn't make up what just happened. He said twice, I can't believe what I just saw. And tomorrow here on VSIN with Tim Murray in a nightcap, it's going to be Derek and uh, Mike Palm to explain what took place. What do you think happened? Oh, I think maybe he bet on the uh, Cubs to throw a no-hitter against the Dodgers. <laughs> That's what it was? I can't believe what I just saw. No, I don't know. Uh, maybe Derek had a hot run at the blackjack table. And, That's, uh, That's where I would lean, but... Won a million bucks or more. Who yeah. knows? That would be, I would make that the favorite on the futures board. That Derek had an unbelievable run at the blackjack table. So the best, maybe the best he's ever had. How about that? Maybe, but I'll tell you what, that's a good tease all day long to, to find out and watch VEASAN tonight later on. That's going to be at 10 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Pacific when uh, Tim's show start. Um, with Derek, I would say that anything is possible. Derek's got a broad imagination. So for him to say beyond my imagination, yeah. this has got to be a good story. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. I mean, like when they opened up this place... I told him right away, I'm like, you guys thought of everything. Well, this place is beyond my imagination. It really is. When you walk out to Stadium Swim and you see that, I was like, man, I've, I've never even thought about something like this being possible. Sure, I know. Right. Yep. So when I leave here, by the way, at uh, people were asking me this week, like, do you have to stay down here at Circa? If you don't, can you come down? Yeah, you, can, you, you don't have to stay at Circa to come and go to Stadium Swim and check it out. Like you, I think it's like maybe, don't quote me on this. I want to say it's like 10 bucks to get in, whatever. You can get a cabana, that kind of thing as well. But the people that I see walking into Circa, if I stay until 8, 8.30 in the morning, when I go to Garage Mahal, right. and they're walking in already with their bathing suits on, I don't know. I want to know how many times they've actually had like a, uh, a shoot here 
with like professional photographers uh-huh. because the talent that's walking into this place on a Wednesday at 8.15, I'm just like, what? Yeah. what? What's going on here? Well, you're a married man. I don't think you should stare at the talent for too long. Yeah, that's, I, I get two seconds. I'm allowed two seconds. Is that it? <laughs> and I have to report back to her when I get home. And so I have to be honest, Matt, otherwise, uh, you know. You know, they weren't that really great, honey. Ropes me in. Yeah. You're hotter than they are. So that's, that's the way I've been trained now over the 11 years that I've been married. It's like staring at the sun. I only get two seconds to look, then I have to look away. <laughs> that's the deal. I'm joking. Um, and by the way, last night, one uh, other sporting event. How about that? The Suns come back with Chris Paul. We'll touch on this coming up, by the way. That <clears> angle has been dead this year of betting the team down 0-2 to go back home in the first mm-hmm. quarter in the first half. And it was again last night. Well, it split last night, right? Didn't it split? Didn't it win the first quarter and lose in the first half? Uh, yeah, you're right. Yes, yeah. it was It was 1-1 uh, one one last night overall because the Suns had a great second quarter. Yeah. Yep. So, But the first half, Suns were leading, and then the Clippers got the job done with no Kawhi Leonard, and it was uh, Chris Paul back, and he had 12 assists last night. But Devin Booker struggled, and he was talking about how, you know, growing up his favorite player was Rip Hamilton because he wore that face mask. And then he loved Kobe Bryant, who also wore it for a little while. And uh, Booker struggled a little bit last night, but that was a great second half by the Clippers to get back in this thing. Yeah, Clips were up eight after the first quarter, but they trailed by two at halftime yep. last night. Yep. Uh, now we have a series. Had to have that game. Well, that's what the Clippers do. They fall behind 2-0 in a series, and they roar back to win it. But uh, it looks like they're going to play this entire series without Kawhi Leonard. Last night, 106-92, the best bet under the total. Uh, as high as 222 in a couple of spots yesterday, and uh, you get 198 points in this game last night. Quick update. We're having people on Twitter asking, what's up with uh, Mitch? What's Mitch, what's up with uh, Paul Howard? How come we can't get an update? He is uh, busy sailing the South Pacific. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully he'll be back in a couple weeks. Yeah. No, I would say that uh, I'm going to bet on Paul being back soon, but I will say that it looks like it's not going to happen next week. So there's your update. It looks like it would happen after July 4th. Okay. How about that? Fair enough. Follow the money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. A couple of other things to get into from last night, and we'll look at Game Two of the Eastern Conference Finals coming up next. OddsTrader.com studio at Circa Resort and Casino. OddsTrader.com. Download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info you need. Real-time bet tracking, live in-game odds and stats, and a lot more. Visit OddsTrader.com. All right, a couple of other things to get to from last night. Boy, I hope people were really taking advantage and, and you know getting creative betting on the Blue Jays and Ooh. on the Astros last night. Those were, and it's results-based, obviously, now, but those were two of the easiest bets that you're going to have in Major League Baseball the entire year. And that was a six spot by the Blue Jays in the first inning. Uh, that's the truth. And um, like you and I talked about this on the show yesterday, don't like to recommend parlays too often, but right. you've got two big favorites there, and you don't want to lay $2 on the money line, whatever, and bet favorites straight up. I said, you know, if, if you are willing to bet baseball this way, just parlay the two big favorites against those trends. 
you talked about the trends on yesterday's show. Those are about as strong a trends as you're going to get. I mean, They're betting against the Orioles on the road, they yes. lost how many? 18 straight? No, now it's 20. Now it's 20 straight. And the other one was betting on the Astros, who had won 10 in a row, right? And uh, had what, a plus 60 run differential in those 10 games? Yeah, it was 81 to 21, the run differential going into the game yesterday. Now it's 93 to 23. So I put a small parlay in on those two. 93 the, to 24, uh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yep. Astros and Blue Jays, small parlay. I first tr- score I check, hey, we're up 10 nothing combined in combined. the two games. That's yep. a pretty good start. I would say so. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's betting on both these teams, but it's also... Betting it's, against bad, really bad teams. Absolutely. I mean, the Orioles and the Diamondbacks right now combined to... It, it's like 43 consecutive losses on the road between these two teams. It's unbelievable how bad those teams are. And, You're and, betting against the worst teams, absolute worst teams in baseball. Yeah. Here, here's the way the first inning went for uh, the Orioles pitcher. Walk, 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 single to score a run, ground out, scored a run, walk, grand slam. Mm, not the way you want to start a game. Yeah. Is that bad? And so, again, I, I was... Kind of like waking up, walking out to the mailbox and getting hit by a bus. Yes. Not the way you want to start <laughs> no, the day. No, no. <clears throat> no, you kind of want to avoid that, I think, once in a while. Um, especially on a Monday morning to get the week going. But that was, they're just, it's a bloodbath right now. And uh, the Astros offense, again, are they the best team in baseball? Well, right now right, they Right are. now they right are, now. sure. But, I mean, it's. Those, those things change in baseball from week to week or month to month, obviously. They do. Yeah. I, I'd say that uh, their offense has to be considered the best in baseball. And, again, that might be right now. Mm-hmm. But people don't like to look at the Astros and say, hey, look at what they're doing right now because of what happened in the last three or four years, right? right? They don't want to give them credit. Well, most people feel like the Astros' window was closed. They cheated. They were caught. They were busted. Uh, Some of the key players like George Springer left. Uh, Garrett Cole left. The window's closed. Uh, The window's still open for the Astros. Yeah, the bottom line is that offense from basically top to bottom, and that was with Noel Tuve yesterday. Right. I mean, that was just, it's obscene what they're doing right now. Very impressive, and, and again, they're taking on Detroit's not. I mean, Detroit's improved this year, but the Orioles again. When is this going to get better for the Orioles? Well, like the, the trust the process in Philadelphia with the basketball team. What's the process in Baltimore? I mean, this has been vile and nasty now for a good three or four years, like this. <laughs> I don't know what the process is in Baltimore, but it's going to be a long time before the team's competitive. But you know, a lot of people thought the San Francisco Giants had about a four or five year rebuild ahead of them. And look at the Giants; they're yeah, twenty two games over five hundred right now. But uh, it doesn't look very uh, optimistic as far as the Orioles are concerned in the near future. Maybe they could be competitive in a couple of years. The good news: there is always good news. The Orioles are sending their streak stopper out to the mound today. Yes, that's exactly. You know what? That should be his nickname. Not the Dark Knight. It should be, and pitching today for the Baltimore Orioles, the streak stopper, Matt Harvey. And then the, you know, the entire crowd in Baltimore when they play at home, 47 people. Yay, all right, streak stopper. Um, we'll get to this coming up in a little bit, but you guys want to post that right now. Uh, happy Harvey Day. How is it going to get better? 3-9 and nine on the season, a 7.80 ERA. The whip is 1.78. And he has to take on this Blue Jays lineup now. You want to talk about a sacrificial lamb yet again? Matt Harvey takes the mound. Against, bet against the Orioles on the road. Bet against Matt Harvey wherever he starts. Last five starts, he has not gone any longer than four and a third innings. 
His uh, average outing is about three and a third innings, and he's allowed four or more earned runs in four of those five starts. His ERA for the season, 780. The whip, 1.78. Yuck. He's a bet against the pitcher. Absolutely. More Aside on. from two or three decent starts, yep. uh, what was that? To begin the season. Yeah. Yep. He's been a bet against almost every time. Around. More on the baseball card coming up in about 15. Up next, we'll ask Matt a bunch of questions. What's the number one thing currently unavailable to legally bet in the state of Nevada that he wishes we could bet on? A horse racing fan, First Bet is the place for you. With wagering on races at over 300 tracks and AI-assisted picks, it is the easiest way to bet on your favorite sport with secure payments, attentive customer service, and a reliable website. All brought to you by Express Bet. Sign up using the code promo code Vegas100 today and get up to $100 match bonus on your first deposit. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. B-S-I-N dot com slash horses. Promo code Vegas100 for Express Bet. All right, here we go. Time to ask Matt some questions on Follow the Money, VSIN, the sports betting network. Uh, let's begin with an NFL question for you, Matt. What are your expectations for the Patriots this year? And could this be the final year for Cam Newton? Deion Sanders seems to think this could be it for Cam. Could? It is. It is going to be it for Cam. Are, am I, are you saying the final year in the NFL or the final year with the Patriots? Well, certainly with the Patriots. Yeah, he's he's definitely done with the Patriots after this season, if he makes it through this season with the Patriots. After that, no, I'm not going to say he's done in the NFL because there might be – he's going to have to accept a backup role somewhere if he's going to play in the NFL behind this season or beyond this season. But Cam, I, I would expect at some point in 2021 that Cam loses a quarterback job. Whether it's going to be because of injury or whatever, a lot of times what happens with a quarterback like this, he's playing okay, he goes down to an injury for a couple of weeks, maybe Mac Jones gets the call, and Bill Belichick just decides, hey man, now's the time to transition to the future. And uh, I don't think Cam's going to finish the season as a Patriots starting quarterback. So yes, he's going to be done in New England after this season. But my expectations for the Patriots are actually... Uh, much higher. I think the, they've made a lot of roster upgrades in the past year. Don't forget how many players the Patriots actually had opt out. Of course, last year the injuries, opt outs. Uh, I think the Pats are going to be in much better shape this year. I, I expect the Patriots to win. I want to say nine games this year. I'm going to say nine and eight is realistic, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots are even better than that. Pretty much exactly what I'm thinking. It's amazing to me how people just suddenly forgot that a bunch of players on this team opted out for the pandemic last year. The defense was uh, decimated. Of course they were. And that was, you know, that turned into, look at this, I guess Tom Brady didn't need Belichick the entire time. Calm down. Shut up. Like, they had a lot of guys just say, you know what, we're not going to come back and play. We'll come back in 2021, but this year with what's going on, look, we have our rings. We're good to go. We want to be healthy. Mm -hmm. And uh, I would expect this team to actually, yeah, win nine, possibly ten games and be there certainly in the playoff mix. Patriots finished seven and nine last season, and uh, think about all the chaos they had to deal with. 
Cam with the with the COVID issues and the fact that they had really no playmakers on that offense. No, none whatsoever. And then, like I said, the defense decimated. If you can find an eight and a half anywhere out there on the Pats win total, I would bet that over. It's kind of to me, it's a little bit difficult to bet that over nine. But that's that's another thing. You got plenty of time to shop around for win totals at this point. Sure. I mean, you've you've talked about the Raiders win total. Your best bet is under eight, right? Yeah. There are spots out there where you can find the Raiders win total at seven. You know, so you can definitely find. I, I would. I haven't looked around for this, but I would think if uh, between now and the start of the season, you will be able to find an eight and a half on a Pat's win total. I think. You're, I think you're probably right with that as well. Yeah. They, hell, there might be a book right now somewhere that has eight and a half mm-hmm. on that. Uh, what's the number one betting option currently unavailable in Nevada that you wish we could bet on? Kind of a boring answer uh, from me, but I would love to see bookmakers in Vegas put up the prop for the first-round leader in a golf tournament. We never even discussed this, what? I promise. Huh? No, we haven't discussed it. No. You just That's threw, a, threw that, some questions at me, and I said, I've been saying for several years – I wish bookmakers in Vegas would get more creative with golf betting. Let's put see. up more options, put up more props. We cannot bet who will be the first-round leader in a golf tournament in Vegas. You say, well, there's not great value in betting that prop. doesn't matter. I want it offered so I have the yes. option. If I feel like a guy's going to get off the hot start in the tournament and I want to play him at 50-1, to 1, that at some point needs to be up in Nevada. That is exactly the number one thing that I had in my mind <laughs> when right? I came up with this question. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I also want like expanded lists on top fives, top tens, twenties, thirties, forties for golf as well. About it. No question. More and, expanded lists, especially for top tens and top twenties. Right. And the feedback that we have gotten is the technology is not there. Yeah, I've been hearing that for ten years. But I'm it's, sick of that. It, yeah. It's time to to upgrade. Then you hit that upgrade button and you make that you make that happen and that's going to be available and it's i mean the the betting menus like a DraftKings, for example going all the way back to like i was blown away when we had the restart last june to look at everything that they were offering for these golf events and i'm like what yeah and i knew that they were available this kind of stuff's been available a long time offshore Uh, well you know what we're supposed to talk about legal sports betting on this show so that's what we do we stick to legal sports betting um but if other states can offer it and other legal books can offer it, it's got to be out here in Nevada as well. Well, if you think about it, Nevada's been, what, the king of sports betting for five decades. Suddenly, people can bet things in other states that we can't bet in Nevada. Yeah. And how does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, there's been a lot of offshore offerings that you could bet in the past uh, three-plus decades that you can't bet in Nevada either. That's why I think uh, I would like to see a lot of things expanded and actually you know, some of the books are doing a better job here now in terms of offering a lot more in terms of props. And, you know, look at the just the yes-no things that Circa offers on the futures board. You never saw that until like two years ago. No, no. Right? No, so no. Uh, I think the bookmakers are doing a lot better job in general in Nevada putting a lot more stuff up. Uh, Jalen Green and Jalen Suggs. Competition creates a better marketplace. Oh, right? yes. Yeah. Yep, yep. They're each plus 125 to be drafted number two overall. In the NBA uh, draft, Evan Mobley is plus 150. Which player would you bet on? And is it the same player that you would draft if you were on one of these teams? Well, first of all, I haven't seen enough of Jalen Green to say that he definitively should be the number one pick. Have you? No, clearly. No, only YouTube videos. That's all I have right. to go on. I've watched highlight videos. Yeah, exactly That's not right. a good way to evaluate a player. 
Because they don't on the highlights, they don't show a guy dribbling off his foot out of bounds or getting his shot swatted yes. into the first <laughs> row. <laughs> so I'm they don't gonna, like to emphasize that. No, nah, mm. I'm going to say Jalen Green is the most likely guy to go number two in the NBA draft off what I've read and what I've watched. I think Jalen Suggs is a guy I would make a case for because I like him personally quite a bit. But then again, I'm biased because we just watched him play an entire season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So we know a lot more about Suggs than we know about Green. Evan Mobley, to me, is definitely below those two guys. I would agree. And I like, you know, you just said, I've watched videos and highlight tapes of uh, Jonathan Kaminga. He looks great. He does. But it's all spliced up to every single highlight that he had during these games. So it's like, uh, I love what I'm seeing, but give me the whole game. You know, I mean, I want, I want to see the game where he was 3 of 14 and the shot selection was absolutely god-awful. Uh, we will get into today's Major League Baseball sco- uh, coming up next. Again, on the mound, I, I don't think we can emphasize this enough uh, today. You know what to do when he takes the mound. That's coming up here on Follow the Money. For your winnings, cash out instantly with Bet Rivers feature. It's called Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds, boosts, and the most in play betting options out there. As always, get a $250 match bonus, fastest payouts, and only a one time playthrough at Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer is valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. It's also available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. You must be 21 years old. To play. So we briefly touched on Happy Matt Harvey Day. Uh, the numbers are just sick in a bad way. Um, 7.80 ERA on the season, 3-9 and nine overall record. Since May 7th, Matt, it's been nine starts, 31 mm-hmm. innings pitched. The ERA is actually 11 and a half. Uh, I would say maybe a little misleading. The FIP is only <clears> 5.8. <laughs> the WHIP is 2.27, and the batting average with balls in play 431. Mm. Not good. <clears throat> nah, but I think it's a great situation for sports betters, baseball betters. Don't complain about Matt Harvey. Uh, oh. Hope and pray that the Orioles keep putting him out there every five days and that you can bet against him because uh, right now you're betting against the Orioles on the road and betting against the Orioles when Matt Harvey pits is about as good as it gets. It is. Now, Mitch. You got a perfect storm today. Matt Harvey starting on the road for the Orioles the day after they just got blown out. What do you do with a game like this? You bet the run line. You bet Blue Jays on the run line, minus 127. That's the current number of DraftKings. Do you say, hey, I don't want to mess around with that. I'm going to lay the 245. Or do you find different ways uh, to bet this? Do you bet the first five total over? Uh, do you bet the Blue Jays to score a run in the first in addition to some other bets you make? I know you're going to bet this game two or three ways. How will you bet this game? I think uh, you can find the Blue Jays to score a run in the first inning, which is plus 125 mm-hmm. right now. I don't mind that. Uh, I will get involved uh, today with uh, team totals over for the Blue Jays. You can find team totals over 
first five. You can find them, obviously, for the game. Um, you can also, there's a, there's a book in town now that offers race to a certain amount of runs. So race to four runs, race to five, race to six, race mm-hmm. to seven. That's what I was betting yesterday. I bet the Blue Jays and the Astros, and you can get like plus money as the runs go up. So I was betting the, the first team to six runs, the first team to seven runs, that kind of a deal. And if they don't get there, then you lose your bet. But I expect, you know, you can get plus money in certain situations, and I don't mind the run line at minus, uh, what was it, 127, I think you said, or minus one and a half in that neighborhood right now. So that's certainly, uh, I just laid out a few ways that you can get involved with this game today by betting the Blue Jays. Now, last time I would tell people this. Last time you kind of had to be patient. Uh, because he was effective, but I actually, I like that because of what you said. Don't hope for, don't make fun. I mean, it's easy to make fun of him, right? But don't hope like Matt Harvey's got to go away. No, no, you want Baltimore to keep putting him out there every five days so we can keep betting against him. (laughs) And in his last start, he was actually decent for the first few innings. Right. Before, um, I think it was actually the Blue Jays he took on last start, if I recall correctly, before they cracked the code, they got to him, and he couldn't make it like past the fifth inning. And all, all of our bets at that point came in. So you kind of, like, I kind of want him to be effective again today, meaning he might only give up one run in the first. But then eventually the Blue Jays get him for four or five, like in the fifth, and then they got to take Harvey out. But that's maybe like a glimpse there for the Orioles to say, well, you know what? He looked a good, you know, okay for the first three innings. He's got to start again next in the next five days. I think the, Blue Jays, or the Orioles are going to start him anyway because they really don't care about winning at this point. And, uh, even if Harvey continues to get hammered, he's probably going to stay in the rotation until August. And you bring some kids up, and at that point you put some younger guys. Maybe put some younger guys in your pitching rotation. But I mean, you, if you've come this far with Matt Harvey, let's say uh, almost three months, you're probably going to stick with him for four. You're probably going to stick with him until August. So I think we've still got some starts. But another thing to keep in mind with this is that he's not going to lose every time out. He might take a loss somewhere along the way. But in this game today, you've got two factors converging that make the Blue Jays a pretty strong play. The Orioles have lost 20 in a row on the road, yep. and Matt Harvey's pitching. Yep. Uh, and the Blue Jays actually have uh, been pretty good offensively. So you would think that minus one and a half on the run lines, a decent way to play this game. I hate to bet run lines, but no, no, I know this is one of those yeah. spots where I think uh, I'm I'm going to be tempted to play it. Well, I mean, again, I, I don't want to kick around this word very no, often. Like, and you also have to look but... at the opposing pitcher too, Alex Manoa. Alex Manoa is a a pretty good pitcher. Yeah, pretty sure. good young pitcher. But you have some spots today. I mean, look at how many favorites are pushing three dollars. <clears throat> a and, lot, and I would say rightfully so. The Diamondbacks are on the road, and by the way, they get Corbin Burns. Now Burns is coming back to the mm-hmm. pack now because of the whole spin rate stuff. Yeah. But they've lost 23 straight on the road. They have two wins the whole month, month of June. So he's, this is a day game. He's an astronomical favorite uh, today. You have the Padres at home. Paddock is going in this spot today. And uh, why am I blanking on who they have? It's another garbage team. And I know the number went up because I made a note of it. Uh, they get the, they, yeah, there you go. They get the Diamondbacks. I'm sorry. The Rockies are taking on the Brewers. And the Rockies, Matt... They have six wins the entire year on the road. The Rockies are six and twenty-eight. Just won a road game, by the way. They did. Yeah. So they were five and twenty-eight, but now six and twenty-eight. They get burns today. The Diamondbacks are the team that gets uh, Chris Paddock tonight in the pod race. 
and he's almost three dollars this morning here at Circus Sports. Which basically, if you're looking at this stuff, you got to think run lines, or you got to think parlays. If you like these big favorites, uh, I don't typically bet many big favorites or many parlays, mm-hmm. but I know there are people who like to. So right now, at DraftKings, Milwaukee Brewers are minus two fifty. Corbin Burns and the Brewers minus two fifty against a Rockies team that really can't win on the road. Padres and the Sheriff, Chris Paddock. Minus 305. <laughs> but the D-backs can't win a game. No. Uh, so you have some options if uh, you want to parlay some games tonight. Uh, I think that would be the way you would have to look. And the other one would be the Astros. They're laying close to $3 this morning against the Tigers. By the way, the kid going for the Diamondbacks tonight, Corbin Martin, has an ER. It's only 15 innings pitched. Yeah. His ERA is 8.62. Well, that's another thing. You have... A pretty good pitcher going for the Blue Jays tonight and a uh, pretty poor pitcher going for the D-backs. Mm-hmm. What you said, though, is absolutely true. Like, if they if they decide to go with Matt Harvey for, I don't know, but let's say he goes until August 1st before they pull the plug on this experiment with Matt sure. Harvey, right? I would not expect to win every bet that I make against him. That's baseball. Even the worst teams can fluke their way absolutely. into a win once in a while, even so, though the D-backs and the Orioles are challenging that theory. Yep. Let's say he he has seven more starts. I would think you're, you're safely going to win five of them, if not six. I would say that you're certainly going to lose. Yeah, you're certainly going to lose one of them along the way. You there's a, there's a decent chance you're going to lose two. You're not losing many more than that. No. I mean, you're going to win much more than you're going to lose betting different ways against Matt Harvey. That's, Matt, that's who he is right if now, the unfortunately. If the Orioles won three of Matt Harvey's next seven starts, I would be stunned. So would I. Yeah. I would be blown away. Uh, some other spots that we have today. I noticed this. He was listed in one spot last night. I don't, I don't think this can be right. But the Phillies take on the Mets. Your guy, Walker, is going today. Are they? Is it going to be Matt Moore? Is he the guy that you're seeing for the Phillies? That's who I saw last night at a couple of different sites. I'm like, Matt Moore's going to go again? That was not the pitcher I saw okay. overnight when I was handicapping this game. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to double-check that because. I know he got he, they were going with him to begin the season. Is it not Aaron Nola? Then he got hurt. There's, it's a doubleheader today. And Nola's going in, in one of the games, and Nolan goes against uh, Peterson. By the way, Nola, looking back at his starts, he's allowed at least four in runs in four of his last eight. He's walking more guys. He's allowing more home runs. Not not striking out as many batters. Oh, you're right. It is Matt Moore. It is Matt Moore. Matt going Moore in. against Peterson and Nola against Walker. Oh, so they, is flipped, that right? they flipped it then. Okay. Well, I'm looking at the score app. You use yeah. the score app too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of times on the odd screen I use, the pitchers are not updated overnight, that but the, the, the score app does have pitchers on there. I think that's accurate. Okay. Nola and Walker is a really good pitching matchup. If that's the case. If that's what the... If yeah. that's the uh, if that's a matchup in that Phillies Mets doubleheader, you know what they did. I'm looking at it right now. They did flip it because last night it was supposed to be Nola going against Peterson and Moore against uh, Walker. But as of right now, in the early game, it looks like Nola against Walker in uh, game one of that doubleheader. So, all right. Um, again, Nola. I want to like this guy every year going into the season, mm-hmm. and I think I never have, but I think about putting the Cy Young bet on him. He just he's gotten worse over time. It, he's got the stuff to be like a true ace and a and a stud and one of the best pitchers in baseball, but the numbers are just not there. Well, he's on a team that, to me, is underachieving as well the last couple of years. So could be a combination of factors. Hey, can we yeah. close talking about that uh, Cubs-Dodgers game last night, the combined no-hitter? Mm-hmm. 
with the uh, Cubs throwing four pitchers, led by Zach Davies, who threw the first six innings. A no-hitter against uh, Walker Buehler and the Dodgers. And that was the first loss, of, a first losing decision that uh, Walker Buehler had taken in the last, what, 24 starts? Yep. Uh, he gave up a first-run homer to Javi, Javi Baez last night, a bomb to center field. Gave up another homer to Wilson Contreras, and uh, he leaves behind 4 nothing. So yesterday, Mitch, I was on the uh, afternoon show with JVT and Aaron Renning, uh-huh. and we were talking about it. They said, do you like anything in baseball tonight? I said, you know, I was looking at the Cubs because after these Padres-Dodgers series, which are so intense, and they go at each other, those teams have been terrible in the next game. You talk about a flat spot. It used to be like the Red Sox-Yankees, right? When they would play on a Sunday night, you'd want to bet against both teams on a Monday, especially if they had to tra- one team had to travel. The uh, the Dodgers and Padres have each lost each each game they played after a series against each other. They're like 0-4 combined. So maybe it's a flat spot for the Dodgers last night, but I'm not sure I want to bet against bet against Walker Buehler on Zach Davies. And Aaron Renning's like, hey, I think it's worth a play. I bet it. So I was like, okay, push me over the edge. I looked at it. Plus 225 last night on the Cubs. Yeah. He never had it sweated. The Dodgers no. could not even threaten to score in that game last night, but that's the definition of a good team at a good price as an underdog. Absolutely. Up next, an update on football contests around the country. We had the pandemic last summer, but one book already has surpassed the number of entries for 2020.